Vox Quick Hits. Now that Jeff Bezos is leaving his role as Amazon CEO, everyone's wondering what the future holds for one of the wealthiest people in the world. In fact, this move doesn't mean Bezos is stepping out of the spotlight at all. It's actually more likely that his spotlight will just be getting larger. Joining me to discuss this is Recode's Teddy Schleifer. Hi, Teddy. Hey. So does this news about Bezos mean less pressure on him overall or any less scrutiny? I think you could make a good argument that scrutiny on Bezos himself is actually going to increase even though he's no longer CEO of Amazon. You know, this is somebody who has become a symbol in some ways of of one extreme in American capitalism. Uh, he's now the second wealthiest person in the world. I don't think that's going to mean that much less scrutiny. But obviously, you know, some scrutiny is going to fade, right? When Amazon is called up to testify on Capitol Hill, it probably won't be Jeff Bezos who's going to be there. It'll be his successor, Andy Jassy. But Bezos is going to be under a lot of pressure to do good for the world with this money, which is something that Bezos is going to have to navigate. So I don't think he's fading from from public eye. He's going to be executive chairman of the company. And now he's going to have to answer questions about him as a person in a way that he has only really begun to over the last couple of years. Bezos actually has a reputation for not sharing his money. He hasn't signed the giving pledge. He hasn't promised to give away all of his money in his lifetime. Do you think that he'll finally start stepping up and becoming a big-time philanthropist like some of his peers, Bill Gates and otherwise? So Bezos, over the last few years, has started to part with more and more of his fortune as scrutiny has been increasing on him. You know, the biggest commitment in charity last year from anybody was $10 billion that Bezos set aside for climate change research, which is a huge amount of money. He also, a couple years ago, set aside $2 billion for uh, homelessness initiatives and for a series of Montessori preschools he's developing. So I think you could definitely say five years ago that he was not on the scene, but now he he's emerging on it. And look, I mean, there's still a lot more money to go. I mean, $200 billion is, is hard to get rid of. It really is. But he is, uh, as he's becoming more and more famous, I think you see him starting to understand that you can't really get away with being so parsimonious. Just there's a lot of public pressure. I mean, whether whether that's uh, motivating him or, you know, his belief in the causes is motivating him, there is indisputable public pressure when you're the richest person, not just one of many rich people. Now, what about his space-bound dreams? Bezos has said in the past that he wants to spend the majority, or he could spend the majority of his money on Blue Origin. He founded the company a long time ago. Can you remind us what the company is and what it's been doing? Sure. So Bezos has been selling a billion dollars a year of Amazon shares to finance Blue Origin. And Blue Origin is actually two decades old. I think we forget that this has been around for way longer than his philanthropic projects. Uh, but Blue Origin is a, a spacecraft company that's trying to kind of commercialize private space travel. Um, it's frequently said in the same breath as SpaceX, which is the private space travel company financed by a different tech billionaire, the only person who's in the same stratosphere of wealth as him, uh, whom is Elon Musk. So Musk and Bezos are two billionaires who are at the forefront of private investment in space. 
Now, I'm not an expert on everything uh, space-related, but generally, Blue Origin is seen as lagging SpaceX. Now, is that because Bezos isn't, isn't financing it enough or he hasn't spent enough time on it? If that is the case, then you got to feel good about Blue Origin's future, given that Bezos has a lot of money left over, as we just talked about, and that he's going to be spending, uh, he's going to have some more time on his hands to, to maybe dig into this. So we've got Bezos, the philanthropist, Bezos, the star man, and potentially Bezos, the media mogul. Any insight into what he wants to do with the Washington Post? Yeah, those are sort of the three uh, three doors that Jeff Bezos is going to walk through over the next couple of decades. He's only age 57, so he's got a long time to go. Bezos bought the Post, I guess now seven, eight years ago, in what is now seen as, as a bargain deal, probably. You know, he gets high marks for overseeing the Post. It's you know, he's given it a, a lot of runway. It is now profitable. Um, you know, it's obviously facing an uncertain future like all big media companies are after the Trump era. Can they keep subscriptions coming uh, at the same clip? Can they keep public interest in their work as high as it's been over the last few years? The Post is searching for a new editor, which is going to be a process that I imagine Bezos will be involved with in, in some capacity. And look, he, he has said that this is part of his work to defend kind of American democracy. So um, I don't know if he's going to invest more money in it. I mean, the Post is now profitable. Um, it's privately held, but he will probably be more available for phone calls if anyone has any uh, complaints about Washington Post stories. So Bezos has given us an, an idea of some of his projects, but not many details so far. Is there anything we can learn from other big tech CEOs that have left and gone on to have sort of second acts? Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think there definitely are people who've had second acts after leaving big tech CEO seats. Um, you can look at someone like Eric Schmidt, who was the CEO of Google, uh, then became executive chair, and now has a public profile that goes well beyond Google, you know, in terms of his uh, connections in politics as sort of a democratic power broker figure. He obviously uh, has a lot of money that he spends on philanthropy. Another Seattle tech billionaire, Bill Gates, was the CEO of Microsoft until about 2000. And then he sort of had the second career over the last two decades as a mega philanthropist. And, you know, I think his reputation has been significantly bolstered by the work he does at the Gates Foundation over the last year, especially, you know, Gates has emerged as one of America's foremost public health experts during COVID. These things have nothing to do with Microsoft, right? So it's interesting, you know, we're sitting here in 2021 talking about Jeff Bezos, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Amazon. This sounds almost ridiculous to say now, but I wonder if in like two decades or three decades, we might even sort of not be totally familiar with how did Jeff Bezos make his money again? Was it through Amazon? I think there's a possibility of a second act eclipsing the first. And obviously, that's not a guarantee, but there is a path of that happening in the past. To follow Teddy's reporting on Jeff Bezos, head to Recode.net. Thanks, Teddy. You bet. 